Oh my god, JC for real got a podcast going on. Woo! It's about time. I've been meaning to do this for a long time and uh I just haven't had the time, man. And somebody told me there's uh it could be lucrative, but uh not for me at the time, but now I just have the time. Uh I'm on the road a lot. I'm traveling more and there's a lot of downtime. Uh, there's a little bit of background noise. That's going to be my engine roaring. Engine uh, roaring very loud outside. But uh hope the background noise is not too disturbing. But we're going to get started. What's going on in the world, people? It's, uh, what is it? Almost Christmas Eve. Oh, actually, it's Christmas Eve right now. Wow. That's crazy. Christmas, uh is upon us and it happened fast super fast uh after this crazy year that we had super crazy year that we had uh thanks to the legend of corona coronavirus kung flu i'm just i'm just kidding i I didn't call it that your president did but if it did come from china um i hope it's not manufactured Meaning that I hope life or just, uh, how can I say this, just, uh, you know, naturally happen from, you know, some type of a new disease from a, a bee or whatever or a bat. I heard it was from bats, but I just hope it's not manufactured in a la- laboratory because um, that will be very malicious. After all that happened uh, in the world because of uh, this uh, virus, uh, things are shutting down again. And uh, this is not going to be the recap episode of the year. I am going to recap the, the year uh, in one of these podcasts after the New Year's so that we can see where we at. And uh, what are you guys' plan for 2021? Today, I'm going to be playing honest with you guys. Today, I want to talk about what I do now. And um, it has it has to do with trucking, which is I'm a truck driver. And also, I'm going to be talking about um, being a business owner versus uh, risk factors and uh, rewards and as well as uh, working for a company, like just being a, a company employee and uh, I guess under somebody versus uh, doing your own thing while you're out there in them streets like I am right now. So this is going to be the, the main topic of uh, this episode here. Well, where do I start? Um, as far as uh, working for a company... There's nothing bad about it if you enjoy doing what you do. Um, if you know you have the aspiration of being a, a business owner of whatever of some sort, and you were to get a job making good, maybe decent money in the field that you plan to go into business for yourself in, 
it's always good to just use somebody else's uh, knowledge and uh, you know open up some doors for you. Maybe just to save some money and uh, to do to do your own thing. And uh, there's no knock on anybody for that, if you ask me, because uh, in my case, that's what I did. I started uh, working for this company. Uh, I'm not gonna get into details, but a beverage company for about. Uh, actually, since 2002, no, I'm lying, 2011, man, <laughs> I know my math was wrong, but yeah, since 2011 and uh, became a full-time driver in 2013, I had to cross a lot of hurdles, I must say, because um, the managers knew I was doing a good job and they didn't want to lose me. And because of that, they were hindering my opportunities by not giving me um, all the tools necessary. But, you know, through all that, I still became a full-time driver and uh, started making more money. And uh, money is steady, is good, and the uh, past two years has been extremely good. Uh, like great, like really good. Uh, I'm home every day. Sometimes I work eight hours. Sometimes I work ten hours. And um, the the problem with me wanting to uh, uh, do my own thing is that uh, the way I was getting paid was daily pay. So as soon as I, I clock in, you know, at night because I was working the night shift, I'll get a certain amount of pay. Right, so that amount of pay will be, um, uh, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> it's in the twos, uh, 200s, uh, plus per day, and that covers me for 10 hours. Now, it covered me for 10 hours because we were working on a 70 hour work week, so uh, you know, you could drive 10 hours a day, uh, for, for, for six days if you can, and you reset on the last day on Sunday. Um, and that sometimes I end up working 12 hours as well, too, uh, in the summertime, a lot of 12 hours. And I, I, I was so tired because, you know, not only that I had to uh, deliver product or driving, I had to unload. Plus, I also had to uh, put it on the shelf and find room, find backstock and I don't know, for some reason, I was just really, really over that, and it just didn't click for me anymore, and um, I, I said to myself, I need to do something different, but at the time, uh, you know, I, I thought about doing my own thing, but I just didn't have the uh, opportunity to, or nor did I have the knowledge to actually apply the opportunity, so it was, it was, it was different for me. Um, and uh, after about nine years being there, uh, Corona happened early this year, and right before Corona happened, I had started an LLC for a trucking company because one of my buddies does the dump truck business, and he's doing uh, extremely good, if you ask me, on on, on on you know on his end. And I was really surprised that uh, you know he he left the same company that I was at to do his own thing because you know the money was good like I was saying before so I was really happy for him and he told me hey listen you know I 
I, I was given the opportunity to, uh, you know, getting the door open for me. And I want to open up the doors for others. And, you know, this is the guidance uh, I'm going to give you. And, and I actually took it. And then since going to happen, I then put in the footwork. Like, actually worked on it at all. Not even... I just created the LLC, paid the money, and boom, keep it moving. And that's not the way you do business. Uh, you have to develop your business. You have to take the time in order to develop that business so that... You can actually have it to where you are satisfied. Hello. Can can somebody say amen? Um, So, uh, again, during the pandemic, I was able to speak to this one guy that wanted to hire me. And he gave me all these options on coming to work for him for lesser pay as well as um, getting a a truck on the road. Such as, uh, you know delivering stuff it could be containers it could be uh food it could be uh anything but he just gave me that option and uh also kind of gave me like a little opportunity to create that but i actually just worked for him though and uh you know what i didn't like what the numbers were looking like to be honest it was more than i was making but he kind of came out uh and told me how much money the truck will make Versus how much he'll uh, profit, uh, you know, on me, and I just was like, yo, if I could just get my own truck, I could just make that that whole money myself. Why, why, why have you been over me as as a boss? And plus, I'm not even gonna own the truck. It's gonna be a lease truck, which I have to pay p- per month, thirty six hundred dollars. It wasn't cheap, guys. <laughs> um, so, pretty much. That's just how it happened. Uh, I got some information from him. Without him knowing, I started researching. Uh, I took a little bit of loan out of my 401k. Thank you for that uh, company. <laughs> and then I started working on this uh, this company that I now drive for myself. Now, the comparison of uh, quality of life versus... Um, you know, goals, uh, opportunities is, is so different because in this business, you can make a lot of money, a lot of money, but you can also make the same money as you would make working for somebody else if you just want to work, drive up and down uh, the states. Now, if your aspiration is to be boss man and boss up, <clears throat> you need to grow. And the way to grow is to have more money on on the line, uh, on a you know, or, you know, as far as like more money invested into the business, which probably means getting a sec a second truck. Also, uh, you can possibly do, um, uh, how you call that, if you get like a newer truck, you can maybe drive a a shift if it's local and somebody else drive another shift. Um, Or, but maybe to to me, the best way to have it is to have your own uh, own truck and also put other trucks in service so that you, you can make that money on the side. So that's that's the best way, if possible. 
But if you can't do that, you just got to do what you got to do, okay? So, you know, you just got to roll with the punches. But at least you're a business owner. And uh, one of the main things I want to talk about is what being a business owner is all about. And uh, we live in this uh, generation where people are always talking about, hey, you got to boss up. You got to be a boss. You want to do this. You want to do that. Yada, yada. But the thing is, they'll never tell you the risks and also the downfall that comes with being just that, a, a, a boss. And I respect that when somebody motivates you to be the best version of yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you're not growing mentally, physically, just by, by straight up knowledge, uh, you kind of like at the bottom of, the, of everything. Because you need to be progressing in life to reach your highest potential. I think, uh, you know, that's everybody's goal. That's what everybody's goal should be. Uh, I don't care who you are. The highest potential. Now, if your potential is actually low and you reach the highest by hitting the, you know, that low, if that makes sense, then, um, you know, that's fine. But again, that that highest version of yourself is determined by you not by somebody else i can walk into the room and say hey listen you hitting pretty low right here buddy you just only making forty thousand dollars and uh to you that's pretty good (laughs) forty thousand dollars is woo that's the highest of the highest for you because you may have things like uh you know cost of living could be different um, you may have, you know, less bills than somebody. I mean, you know, you name it. It could be different. So um, definitely work on yourself to hit the highest version of yourself, if possible. Now, um, when it comes to the, the trucking game, it's not for everybody. And I know that because I've been through it. And I'm going to tell you guys exactly how I happened. So, around November such and such, um, I got I got to go ahead to, to, you know, start making moves to be my my own boss. Boom, and that go ahead came from uh, the company that I was going to work with. That said that hey, once you have your truck, we'll put you in service, and then you run our freight, and we'll pay you this much. Now. I got super happy, okay? Happy, happy, happy. And uh, with me being happy, I was able to to get, um, what you may call that, I was able to get, uh, to get ball, the ball rolling so that, again, I could execute uh, my goal of being uh, the business owner that I, I always planned to be. And uh, so, boom, I grabbed some money for my 401k and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. Let's go. Went to look at the trucks. Saw two beautiful trucks. My God. The first one was amazingly luxurious. But then I started thinking, I was like, huh? Luxurious, huh? I wonder why is it so luxurious, so cheap, and it's much more newer. And I realized that uh, what happened was that type of truck 
I'm not gonna talk bad about the truck, but it was a Mac. <laughs> I forgot the model, but it was a Mac uh, sleeper, and um, versus a different uh, vehicle. And uh, I was like, man, why is this so cheap? It is so much luxurious than this other uh, other car, other truck. Um, I realized, hey, <clears throat> you pay for what you get, um, and comfortability versus uh, luxury is two different things. So I was very comfortable in the Mac uh, and luxurious, and it offered both. But I know if uh, I've never heard anything good about those Mac engines. And uh, the seat was really wobbly when I was driving. And I was like, you know what? That's going to be a problem. And uh, I'm not doing that. So I decided not to do the Mac. I went with a different vehicle, which I, uh, you know, I was pretty happy with. with The drive was beautiful. Uh, The inside was neat. And uh, everything looked super good. Now, fast forward. I got approved. I put my deposit down, a lot of money down, and uh, I signed the papers on a Monday. So I signed the papers on a Monday, and uh, I was like, okay, I'm ready to pick up the truck. She was like, well, the finance lady was like, no, we can't pick it up the truck because this is a commercial vehicle, and it has to be funded first before you pick up the truck. And I was like, what do you mean, huh? <laughs> she was like, the bank has to send us the approval that they have funded the loan before you can take this truck. Mm. Let me say this. I was upset. Very upset. Because um, I didn't have plans not to leave with the truck. I got dropped off here, okay? So she said... Come back home on, on on Wednesday because I signed the papers on Monday. Wednesday I came back. Truck is spotless, looking beautiful. Oh my God! They had a wheel to change the tires. They changed the tires. They had a wheel to fix the armrest. To change the armrest, which I'm going to use right now as we speak. Huh. Okay, armrest activated. And then I went ahead and. Uh, check out everything else and the truck looked good I was all right with the keys we're about to roll the owner of the lot said man Gene uh, you know I want to let you know man we found that there was a there's a leak going on inside of the uh, uh, the oil pan and uh, there's a a gasket or two loose that we want to fix for you and I was like, oh, man, I definitely don't want to take the truck with that issue. How long is it going to take? Now, this is the week before, uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And he's like, well, it's probably going to take about two days to get it diagnosed and then maybe another day to fix it. So today's Wednesday. Um, probably by Friday you should have it. And I was fine with that because that Friday was cool because Monday I could hit the road and start making some money. Well... Friday comes around and he said that every shop is busy. The only shop that's available right now can diagnose it on Monday, fix it on Tuesday afternoon, 
And um, you can pick it up next Wednesday. I was like, next Wednesday? What's going on with that? So I had no choice. Uh, it was Wednesday of uh, Thanksgiving, day before Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, you know what? It's fine. Let's do that. Well, the guy said Monday, that Monday of the Thanksgiving week, he said that, well, I've got everything diagnosed, but we can't get the part in until the following Monday. So, we'll fix it that Monday, and you can come pick it up Tuesday morning. How about that? And uh, it wasn't really a question that I needed to answer because it was rhetorical because I had no, no, no choice but to pick it up whenever it's done. So they picked it up. Everything's good, good to go, you know, ready to roll. And uh, what you may call it, I picked it up and shot down to where I was going to about Thursday morning, real early, 4 o'clock in the morning. I was on the road. Boom. And uh, got to where I was going, nice and safe. I got you know my paperwork done, and the lady was a couple hours late, so I ended up leaving early, early late. And uh, that was that. Now, this sounds simple enough, but the hard part that you know I didn't I, I didn't I didn't disclose is <laughs> that Thursday I left. On my way back, I went to pick up, you know, a load so I could go home that Friday. Well, when I was driving, uh, the vehicle says, hey, you have uh, such and such after treatment situation going on. And I was like, after treatment? What is that? Whatever. I ignored it. And then, you know, kept it moving. Well, during that time... Uh, the system popped up a message on the, on the dashboard that says, hey, your truck will derate in about one hour. It will derate to five miles per hour. And I was three hours away from the customer. So I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? So because of that, um, I ended up putting up on the side of the road. And once I pulled over, I did, uh, you know, like a, like a regen, which is, I don't know what that is. It's a trucking term that I just got acquainted with. And once I did that, it says your truck got three hours to, you know, to, 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 to derate. Go ahead and, uh, you know, and take care of the situation as soon as possible. Now, I'm three hours from the customer, so I'm hitting the customer up. Like, hey, I'm on my way. Look out for your board. So I get to the customer, boom. Customer, I was late about 30 minutes, sorry, because I had to stop and do the regen, which took about 45 minutes. Customer said, hey, um, you know, we'll unload, it'll take about an hour and so, so go ahead and uh, go, go to your truck, which I did. And then, oh, excuse me, wow, that came out of nowhere. And then once I did that, um, I was I was ready to leave. Now I didn't get to leave until about ten o'clock at night. Got ready to leave, and my truck says, 
um, D rate started at five miles per hour, boom, I can't move the truck now. I was like, oh my God. So now I'm parking on the side of the road, waiting for a friend to come and get me, and I got my, I got my, uh, my doors locked. Uh, I have my pistol on me just in case. I'm scared, okay? Everything's going through my head. I was like, I am about to get robbed and raped. Ooh, both on the same day. And then, uh, so I go in the back of the truck and I started taking a nap because I had a friend coming in, coming to get me. And then also I had to call the insurance company slash uh, warranty company about the situation and they said they're on their way. Well, about an hour later, police knocked on my door. And police is like, hey, just so you know, you're not supposed to park here. And I was like, yo, officer, I hear you, bro, but um, my truck is not working. And he's like, oh, well, make sure you put your triangles out. And then what time do you think you're leaving? I was like, well, I already called them at 10 o'clock. They say they'll be here by 1 or 2. He's like, okay, sure. As long as they, they're going by 4, I'm fine with that. So I called back to the people, uh, insurance slash uh, warranty company, and they told me that, hey, the entry that I made earlier at 10 o'clock is not valid. Um, because, you know, they didn't take the, the steps to validate it. I, she's going to take my order now to order me out, uh, you know, a tow truck. Well, long story short, she took an hour to do the application, and the uh, tow truck was on their way um, two hours after I got off the phone with her. And by that time, it's almost the time for the, the cutoff time that the, the, that the uh, police officer gave me at 4 o'clock in the morning. And I didn't want to have no fight with him, but, you know, I didn't see why he had a, a, a curfew for me, you know, until 4 o'clock. But, you know, whatever. I'm just going to take it one by one and, you know, go with that. So the police officer tells me four. The touring people told, tell me five, and they're on their way. I already made my payment. Boom. Well, they call me back and tell me they're going to be at five o'clock instead of four. And I told them that they got to come ASAP because the police officer already gave me four o'clock. So I called a police officer. He's like, hey, I noticed that you're not by your, your truck. I need you to be by your truck. And I'm like, listen, I'm 45 minutes away. He's like, well, look, if you're not by your truck in the next 30 minutes, I'm going to impound it. And impound is $3,000 plus other fees. I was like, wow. Mm-mm. I didn't like that. So what I did is I shot back to where my truck was at because my friend had picked me up, got me a ride, took me home. And I got to the truck. <clears throat> they towed it to my mechanic. And the mecha- it was only an hour and a half difference from the mechanic to the, um, to, to you know, for the mechanic to open up the, his shop. So I slept outside of the mechanic's uh, shop because I didn't want to go home and drive back an hour or so. <clears throat> Boom. Got the truck taken care of. Warranty won't pay for it, so I came out of pocket. Uh, $1,300 plus the towing and everything. Boom. I'm already 
24, $2,500 down in two days. And I know I, I didn't make $2,500 in those two days of a load in order to break even. So I'm panicking. So truck is finally ready. Monday, actually Tuesday, the following week, because it was Saturday when I got uh, had to you know get it towed. And so I missed out uh, Monday and Tuesday work. So I only worked two Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And Saturday I had a, a load, but it wasn't gonna be paid until the following following Monday, the way you know that they had it. So that's that. And then after that, um, the bill came, paid the bill, and then I was on the road. Now knock on wood so far since I got that situation done for the after treatment system which is something that I'm not familiar with at all the after treatment I got that done and uh, I was able to get back on the road and start making a little bit of money which was not bad a little bit of money the only thing that was bad was um, the fact that uh, what you would call it um I wish I had worked more, if possible, but you know, God didn't permit that. So at the time, so I'm just, I'm just taking it one day at a time, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, pretty much, my last two weeks have been really rough, and it could get a little bit of a, you know, not emotional, but it could get to you because you're thinking about where your mind is at versus what's really happening in real life and you're just like man I may not be cut out for this so if you plan to be an owner operator I, I definitely want to give you guys this advice or even just starting your business one is have minimum two months worth of uh, paying somebody or paying yourself in that business have that time in secondly you want to have um you want to have a plan, uh, you know, which is money on the side in case something happened. And you want to have a plan such as having a system of who you're going to make business with out there in the world. Because once you do that, you eliminate a lot of the things that you, I went through that you don't have to go to. So that's definitely uh, what it is, period. Now, um... Another point that I want to make real quick before I get out of here, it's almost my time, is that when it comes to business, starting a new business, uh, uh, perfectly good example in this business, uh, I got a friend that told me, you know, the rope, and I know for years and years and years, but I, you know, I never really, never really take uh, advice from them, not because I don't want to. It just didn't, you know, um, correlate to my life. So I just didn't. But once I learned about this business, because I'm in it, everything that he was saying actually was true. And he was saying some things to me that, you know, I felt like, you know what? This is the right thing to do right here, buddy. I'm going to do it. So I just felt better when, uh, you know, I knew, I knew, I know uh, now what, what he was talking about was uh, was real. So it's one of those things, you know, you have to be part of it in order to experience it. And uh, definitely not, don't knock it until you, uh, you know, you do it for yourself. But anyways, um, I spoke about company driving. 
great thing to do. And I also spoke about the owner-operator. It could be a headache, but also could make you good money if you play your cards right and you're out there on the road. If the wheels ain't spinning, you ain't making no money. You know, so definitely uh, if you guys have any questions, you know, feel free to, to hit me up. Um, I'll give you my, my business email. Um, you can hit me up at JC Logistic Services at Gmail. That's where I'm at. Holla at your boy. Yo, yo, yo. Man, we're back with a second episode of Wild Talks with JC. Holla at your boy. Listen, man. This pandemic joint is crazy. Uh, I mean, Biden just got elected. Trump's still in office making moves. Uh, Biden just uh, accepted a $600 stimulus check for the American people, which in my mind is uh, crazy because the last stimulus check that we got uh, was... Was it $1,200? Yeah, at the beginning of the pandemic, I want to say, like, not at the beginning, but, you know, a couple months after. So if we do $1,200 divided by 365, that's $3 a day. That's less than a meal. But I will say, depending on how much your rent is, maybe you could pay one month rent for you or mortgage. Now, if we do $600 divided by $365, that's $1.64 a day. You can't do nothing with no $600. And uh, by the looks of it, uh, Biden is uh, taking some of my money and giving it to other people, such as other countries, as it has as it had been recorded or reported by uh, people in the news media. And by Trump, because he had a good, long press conference about that. And that's crazy to me. But I'm not here to talk about that today. No politics. Just catching up with a few of the updates this year. But definitely on a, on a lighter note, New Year's Eve uh, is upon us. Uh, we should be able to cross over this 2020 uh pandemic year into a brand new year a lot of people are hopeful which is good but who's to say that 2021 is not going to be a pandemic year as well maybe it's going to be the year of the vaccinations <laughs> Woo, now that vaccination is crazy i saw biden taking the vaccine like it was like uh like candy, like he was ready to take it. I was like, Biden, listen, you're about 79, bro. If you gone, hey, it was meant for you to be gone, sir. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Ooh, Biden's a wild boy for that. Now, that's that's a certified wild boy, Joe Biden. Second is Trump, because this guy says anything out of his mouth. All right? It doesn't matter. But... Um, what I want to talk about today as a main topic for this little segment here today is uh, is relationship. Yeah, relationship. And when I say relationship, 
I'm not talking about just marriage. I'm not talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, or fiance. The whole shebang bang. And I don't want to go on a too, too long of a rant on each one of them. But I'm going to uh, give a few description of each one of them. Because I think there's, there's levels to this. You start, you meet somebody, you date them, you like them, love them, whatever, engage with them. Maybe along the way you have a baby before marriage and then you marry them. Boom, life partner. Hopefully, hopefully. And I'm saying this kindly, hopefully, because it doesn't always work out like that. Along the way, you break up. Along the way, you separate. Along the way, something happens, and it just doesn't plan out like that. So I'm just going to give you guys some of my uh, perspective of the dating scene, especially in 2020. 2020. Uh, since 2017 or 2016, I've noticed this trend that um, dating is different. When you meet people, Talking to them is in person. That is, um, is not as it used to be back back in the day, because nowadays people are maybe a little leery of others, so they 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 look unapproachable, and the more unapproachable they are, um, the less you want to talk to the ass. I mean, shit. Listen, if I'm giving you the looks like I want to talk to you, you give me the looks like you don't want to talk. Hey. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> you know, that's me though. So I don't want to put down it just anybody, but that's me. But um, meeting people in person is just definitely different. That's why a large portion of people nowadays um, go towards, uh, lean towards dating online and meeting people on social media sites such as Facebook. Facebook got a dating section, which I didn't know. Um, Instagram, you might shoot your shot at your favorite model or person or star or idol, whatever, whatever you want to call it. You might shoot your shot and you might you might get through. Sometimes they won't check the message for months and you've already moved on. And uh, it's just one of those things. And... You know, you start, you know, conversing with the person online and hopefully it translates to something different based on what you're looking for or they looking for. So, um, but my, my number one rule in being uh, dating or trying to date somebody, whether you're on the pursuing side or being pursued by side is one to be to be ready to date are you ready what's your mind like where your mind is at are you going into a certain phase of your life where you're not ready you're you need to take your time to actually get yourself together self-care is important Mental 
uh, care is important. And I'm going to be talking about this in a podcast or two, that taking care of yourself is numero uno, all right? Because once you are mentally ready, there's nothing that can stop you. And I mean that. And most important part about it is that you you want to be in the realm of uh, uh, what's sane <laughs> or healed so that you can offer that to, to somebody, you know, that part of you to somebody. Because you don't want to start dating somebody and that person is actually doing their job on pursuing you. Uh, and you're not opening to them because you're still damaged from previous relationship. Not to say you can't be cautious. That's different. But you want to make sure that things are able to slide into place as as they would would have. You know. Uh, so you definitely want to be ready, able, able. Are you able to to date? Do you have other people you talking to? Huh? Yes? No? You're not talking to anybody? Make sure you don't have any loose ends or side ends, whatever you want to call it. Because that can hinder your opportunity to be properly pursued. Especially if you've got a nice, decent gentleman that's pursuing you. So that that's one one portion that you know a lot of people get effed up in the game. So yo, are you the type of person that's gonna be having a, a couple of booskies on the side while you getting pursued by the main booski? And this this is for my ladies, obviously, and for my men out there. You know, if 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 you're giving the female attention that she needs, and you have other booze. You got to let her know that, hey, you're not the only boo. Keeping it real. Let's keep it real. Because once you keep it real, she may be like, yo, you know what? I'm cool with that. If you're not keeping it real and you're giving her that side that you're, that she's looking for, then guess what? She's going to take that side. You know? She's going to be like, yo, I like this side of this guy. But then you're know, not real to her, and she finds out, oh, she's going to go crazy. Man, don't make her crazy, because she's going to resent you. And when she resents you, guess what, bro? It's your fault. So are you able to date, able to, to chase, a, able to pursue what you see? And women pursue, too. I don't care who you are, okay? Listen, not to give any details out here, but let's... Women pursue dudes too. A hundred percent. You might think calling her three, four times a week is pursuing her. She might be requiring eight to ten times a week. And she makes those other calls because she's pursuing you because she's interested in you. So don't get it effed up out here. Definitely know that women chase too. The pursuit. Because they see something they like. They want that. Oh, my God. They want it. They was like, oh, my God, look at him. Look at all sexy and shit. Mm. He got my my tight jeans on that I like when he wears. He got the Timberlands. Ooh, very fitted T-shirt. Show his muscles. 
and uh, that jacket. Oh, I love this jacket on him. And then, ooh, he's rocking the New York Yankee fitted. Fitted. Oh, God. Oh, I love him. <laughs> so women do pursue as well, and it's okay if they pursue. That's you know, that's that's fair. That's life. Oh, they might have been lonely for a while, and you came and and you deliver that attention or personality that they crave, and there you go. You in a freaking relationship out of nowhere. So it is what it is. So, but definitely being able to date and also be being open-minded. Uh, traditionally, things are, back in the day, we used to say traditionally. But nowadays we know there's nothing traditional about 2021 that's coming up or 2020 there's nothing traditional about it it's going to be whatever comes at you fast are you able to grasp it so you got to be able to uh be open-minded uh taking a walk to the park was traditional now the dude might want to take your ass rock climbing air hot hair balloon jumping off a plane and you're like oh what the well, maybe that's his love language. That's how he dates. Are you open-minded? You may not do that, but maybe you could meet him in the middle. You know, it's one of those things. So, you know, you have to to be open-minded for a certain situation and, uh, you know, keep it moving. Um, and w- when you're dating somebody, you first meet them. Like I said earlier, being honest is is very very important, you know. Um, because I say that because if you're able to uh, tell a woman that you know, if if you want to hit that ass, right, and you're like, hey, I want to hit that ass, there's a slim possibility that she's like, oh, you know what, I want you to hit that ass too, you know what I mean? Instead of oh, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You know, if you're honest. Now, you may not talk to her anymore because she don't want that. But at least she was honest. So, um, I think, uh, you know, you definitely have to keep the honesty on the forefront, no matter what you're looking for. You know, so. And, and, and marriage is not for everybody, just so you know. So, not every woman is out there looking for marriage. I definitely uh, think that. You know, the misconception of marriage is is crazy, um, you know. But anyways, and the next step after dating, obviously, is boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, you're my boyfriend, you're my boo. Let me introduce you to my girls. Hey, you know, that 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 right there is uh, how can I say this? It's the most important portion of the relationship if it's going to marriage. If, if, if only if. Um, uh, it's just uh, the fact that you learn how to set up certain boundaries there. Um, is because when you are in a relationship, you take your time 
and you're able to learn that person no matter what and you you take your time you uh you spend as much time as possible that you need and you uh spend and vice versa that person spends as much time as possible as they need in order to to get to know you so that they can make decisions on hey are you the type of person that they see themselves uh being with forever and you know your boundaries are set such as hey what are you accepting what are you not accepting and a, a big mis uh thing people do in relationship boyfriend and girlfriend uh is being with each other um for very little time and uh what you may call it getting into a, a relationship uh not relationship I'm sorry <laughs> get into a moving in together I should say and uh I think that moving in together should take time give it some time definitely make things make sense like um don't just hey I'm into her I've been with her 6 months time to move in together that is a big 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 commitment right there moving into somebody cuz i truly believe in vice versa that if you are with somebody and you are uh, you moving with them you going to show them another side of you not willingly just that you're just going to be more of yourself and that person is going to be like, "You know what? I didn't know this out of you." You know? And you're going to be like, "I didn't know this out of her neither." So, it's one of those things where you maybe take want to take your time. Definitely want to take your time into moving in with somebody because it takes a lot a lot of commitment to uh accept somebody for who they are. uh as far as uh when you move in with them big big commitment so uh i definitely believe that you have to get your mind straight uh and be ready for that and don't make it just a financial uh issue and and i will be talking about finances as well in the future because that right there i have effed up on it as well and you know i've got gotten before and you know is this uh one of those things you want to make sure you uh you talk about before you move in together finances and um it's not it's not a one or two ways to go about it you know it just make sure that you both have the same exact thinking or goal in mind and uh the next step is fiance Oh, I want to marry her. I'm going to give her a ring. That's a step that is very important because I tell that to everybody. Um you are uh, propose to somebody. She has a goal of, "Oh, I want to make sure uh we get married within the next year or so." And you as a man, you might be like, "Oh, oh, what what what? I'm not ready." Well, if you're not ready, you 
shouldn't be asking her to, you know, uh, get married. Point blank, period. Because my thing is, when you put that ring on the finger, you should be able to be ready to uh, to marry her the next day if you're serious about it. If you're not serious about it, wait till you're ready. It's time. If she pressuring you, don't let her pressure you. Just do it when whenever you're ready. Point blank. Period. That's what I. That's what I, I believe. You know. That's what you should be should happen. Because, you know, the, the timing of the the marriage base uh, on when you got engaged is determined on self. Are you ready now? Is she ready now? Yada yada. And boom, they just see you get married. Now, whose whose marriage is it? Are you the type of person that you don't want to have a big wedding? Is she the type of person that want to have a big wedding? You got to make up these decisions as well. You got to somehow come in. Um, how can I say that? You, you got to. Somebody come in the middle and say, you know, I'm going to be doing this type of wedding or and she and she 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 agrees with it because at the end of the day, <laughs> uh, contrary to popular belief, it's both of you uh, decision. Both of you guys a decision. If she's not agreeing to it, to however you want your wedding you're not agreeing to that, then you should come in the middle, guys. Is you know, is point blank period. There's nothing. There's no two ways about it. So definitely have that middle ground so you guys can both be happy on that special day. And that special day, again, should be no pressure. You should be able to be like, hey, you know, I'm not ready, baby. You know. Uh, I'm not ready to get married. Give me another year or two if she's willing. If she's the right person for you, then, you know, it'll come. Just like that. Uh, I've made the mistake on getting married too early. Let me talk about that. Well, I'm not going to talk about it that much. but um, And I realized that had I had a little bit more time, maybe... Six more months, six to eight months, I probably would have have a better marriage. Yeah, definitely. That's that's what I believe. If I had a little bit more time, so um, it's just one of those things where uh, after you've been in the marriage for a while and you start realizing things, you're able to be more. Uh, how can I put this in words? Cognizant and realizing things. And you're like, yo, you know what? It's not all about her. You may need the time to change yourself. And that is very important. Very, very important, guys. So, and I'm not no expert at this. Trust me. I'm nowhere close to it. So I want to make sure everybody understand that. Um, I'm just I'm just a dude 
that got married early and talking about my experiences. <laughs> That's all. But I definitely think that marriage is the big step and it does take time, especially when, you know, both of you guys are, you know, from different worlds um, and you come together. It takes time to mesh those two worlds together and be able to become one. Some of them, some people are more successful than others. Shout out to them. And I give them props. But most most people are more likely to take time to mesh those walls together and make things happen the proper way. And shout out to them. So, But uh, to all the married people out there, congratulations. Keep doing what you do. Uh, because marriage is, a, is tough. You got to work at it. You got to make sure... Um, she's happy. Keep the spice. You got to make sure you're happy. Keep your spice. What makes you happy? Is it when she does this? Is it when she does that? And is she willing to do it? You know, uh, I know a few dudes, including me. I'm not just talking about other people. I'm talking about me as well. A couple people that, you know, their happiness changes and they didn't tell their significant partner. And now it takes different things to satisfy their their happiness. And you definitely want that other person that you're with to give you, uh, you know, the honest side of themselves. And you also should give them the honest side of you so that they understand that you are, uh, you know, different nowadays. Something might have sparked your interest, and now you're, you know, this this over here makes you happy. So, definitely, be honest about everything that you're going through, and speak about it. And one thing uh, a Muslim friend of mine said that he used to do with his uh, his wife, I think he still does it, because they're still together. Great marriage. He said... Every Monday, they, they'll have a 30 to 45 minutes uh, time of reflection. And I, I forgot to ask him if that was a Muslim thing. But I didn't want to be asking too many questions. I don't want no problems. Keeping it uh, G. <laughs> but he's to, every Monday, he'd be like, hey, listen. I'm going to take the time out with the wife to go over what I've done successfully last week, what my wife has done successfully last week, and what what can change next week. And the reason why uh, he did that is because he believed in progress. Am I getting better? As time goes, am I? Now, he doesn't believe in staying the same. He does believe in making things better. And when his wife says, hey, listen, I'm not getting any better, or things are weren't that good last week, he was very open-minded about fixing it. He didn't take things too serious. 
He didn't get offended. He didn't anything. He's just like, yo, you know what? That's what she said. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. One example, he was saying that uh, the tough talk they had was uh, regarding um, sex. And he said that sex was a little issue for him in one week. And he spoke about it. The wife, you know, really wasn't grasping the concept. But after a week or two of uh, talking about it, man, things changed for for the better. And now they're having the greatest sex. <laughs> he didn't go into details. But I can kind of understand what he meant by that. That, you know, when you're lacking attention somewhere and you talk about it and you let that person have an opportunity to fix it could definitely be better and trust me i've done that before one two occasion and it got better for me so shout out to me for being a a good communicator in the past so uh being open-minded you know and receiving criticism in a relationship is very important so and to be honest, not every relationship is gonna gonna last. So I hope that you're not part of the, uh, you know, uh, part the <laughs> amount of people that's not gonna last. But um, if it's you, I definitely want you to take that as uh, I cannot say this uh, a learning lesson because. When you take that as a learning lesson, you're able to apply these concepts forward uh, to the next person. That right there will separate you every time from, uh, you know, the the regular. Definitely separate yourself. So, and to be honest, that's my time today, man. I've ran my mouth a lot about relationship knowing that I'm not no relationship relationship expert um I'm going to probably talk a little bit more about marriage more uh in a different podcast but this podcast right here mate will not be the one cuz uh I'm running out of time I got to go eat happy uh new year to everybody uh merry christmas hopefully Christmas was uh, lovely for you all. Um, I didn't really do much at all, actually. Um, I simply, uh, I did go to the gym. Look at me, though. I went to the gym. And then after that, ate, had a couple of meals, and uh, kept it moving. I woke up the next day. <laughs> uh, not a big Christmas fan, but... New Year's Eve, I might, might do my little thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, celebrate a little bit more. So, shout out to all you all. Um, stay safe out there. And remember, uh, take your time to to learn somebody. And be, be able to be more, uh, how can I say that, intuitive to their needs. All right, until next time. Yeah. Yo, it's your boy JC. Wild Talks with JC coming up.
with another episode coming at you fast. Listen, I talk a lot, of, okay? So I got number time. And again, uh, I do a lot of driving. So I usually talk on this podcast while I'm driving. So if you hear a little bit of noise in the background, don't mind me. It's just a little bit of driving. Man, how's everybody doing? The New Year's coming up, coming upon us fast, super fast. Hoping for some changes. Hoping for some uh, economic relief. Uh, stimulus checks. I see a lot of uh, tax accountants uh, sending out messages. Hey, if you want to receive this stimulus check faster, hit me up. Scamming, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, people are here grinding for that stimulus money. Cadillac escalades, uh, uh, stocks going up. People taking the whole $600 stimulus to put on Cadillac escalades. Uh, I mean, it's going to it's gonna wild out there, man. But you know what? It's all good. If that's what makes you happy, by all means, do your thing, girl. <laughs> or gentlemen <laughs> but uh, my little topic today I wanted to discuss and it's very sensitive I actually didn't want to discuss it at all but I did find a way to talk about it respectfully because of my age and not just because of the age but also my maturity that matters Because you can't just address touchy subjects to others in just any type of manner. Because, you know, you don't want to disrespect nobody. And and even if you don't mind disrespect somebody, you don't want to disrespect them uh, unintentionally or in public. It's just, you know, it's tacky. Who does that? Not me. (laughs) I don't want the smoke. Today's topic is on homosexuality, or should I say, um, same-sex, anything, same-sex marriages, relationships, however you slice the pie, you know, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it, because it's still sensitive to others, Uh, should I say many. That are new to the concept of that, and and I'm not gonna say species of the old older people, but some other people are gay. But to people that are unfamiliar with it, a lot of Caribbean people are very unfamiliar with it. Like you ask them about it, they're like, "Oh, ill, uh-uh, not me, not my son, not my family." You're like, "Hey, how do you know, huh?" Do you ask us questions? No. <laughs> okay? But I think it's very sensitive because there's a coalition out here that is uh, protecting them. It's a sensitive group. And by all means, I agree with it because um, it's one of those things where you don't want to damage person's confidence slash reality. Because you don't know. Who are you? You're an outsider. 
Well, why are you talking about it? Huh? My your business, mister. <laughs> All right? So that's how I feel about it. And, and I'm not going to lie. This is a new me talking about it. The old me will be as ignorant because I didn't know. I didn't know about it. Uh, I, I grew up out of the States, out of the country. Uh, Caribbean uh, family. My dad whooped whoop my ass for kind of, I guess, uh, was I watching? I guess I was watching. Watching two men kissing. Um, but I didn't know what they were doing. I was like, oh, what's happening here? And my dad saw me watching. He whooped my ass. And I was like, yo, I was just watching. You act like I asked him to kiss for me or something. And, uh, yeah, he was very uh, territorial. But never had to talk, though. We never had to talk. He just was the, the ass whooper. I guess, you know, that's his way of showing uh, showing me that he doesn't agree with it. With it. So it's all good. Um, but um, a lot of Caribbean families are just so uh, negative on it. And to me, I was as well. Because, again, I didn't know about it. When I came from outside of the country, uh, I moved to New York, uh, Queens, uh, to be exact. Um, to all my Queens people, holla at your boy. Yep. I went to uh, uh, IS-109. And I went to... MVB, Martin Van Buren High School in New York, Queens, on uh, Hillside Avenue. And then uh, I was going to go to college, but I was. I was. I was really bad. And uh, my mom ended up, uh, what should we call it, moving us to. Atlanta but you know moving to Atlanta was one of those decisions where uh, it wasn't bad but you know now that I'm in Atlanta I see more of it I see more of the uh, homosexuality around and I've been seeing it and again I was very much of an outsider because I didn't know about it um, I, I, I haven't had any friends in that community in forever until I met this homeboy. So I met homeboy and I was like, I wasn't, I didn't think he was gay. I was just like, this dude is well-dressed. God, this dude got style. And I'm growing up. I'm starting to dress my age. So I was like, yo, this dude is fresh. He never really acted gay. But I was like, yo, this dude is fresh, though. So, long story short, not even judging him on his mannerism, which I'm going to tell you guys a story about that in a second. <laughs> Very funny. Um, but uh, I told him, I was like, yo, man, you know, give me some uh, fashion tips. And he was like, uh, you know what? Sure. And... You know, I started hanging out with him, with, with his crew. And I was like, hey, uh, um, it seems that there's a lot of uh, gay people around you, man. He's like, yo, yo, nigga, I'm gay. I was like, oh, shit, really? Snap. He's like, yo, can't you tell? I was like, no. I was like, yo, 
I just thought you was a fly dude, bro. Like, uh, like a metrosexual. Like, very uh, feminine-like, but still got a lot of bitches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I really wasn't judging them. And then I was like, yo, you know what? I did turn my, my blind eye to this guy. I did not know he was gay. And then I was like, oh, snap. But I'll tell you something else that was funny, right? The same guys, I, the same dude, I was like, yo, just to let you know, I'm not gay. Um, I like women. And, uh, you know, just so you know, FYI. And he said something that, that offended me. And uh, I didn't know it was going to offend me until he said it. He was like, Gene, I don't want your ass. You're not my type. <clears throat> I got very offended. Because again, I didn't know anything about the gay community. But being the person that I am, I thought I was attractive. Slim with a little muscle. I was like, every gay guy going to want me. And when he said that, he said, he don't want my ass. I felt offended. I was like, what? You don't want this? I was like, well, how dare you not wanting me, even though I don't want to be wanted? But how dare you? Huh? <laughs> he was like, yo, you are not my type. And I was like, damn. Not every gay guy is like every man. <laughs> they have types. <laughs> you know? And I thought it was funny because... Uh, I thought I was doing pretty good and uh, looking attractive, but yeah, I was not his type, which I was happy because uh, I'm like, all right, you know what? Our friendship will continue on, all right? So, shout out to him. And also, too, here's what, here's what my, where my mind got twisted up on, on understanding gay people. It's very uh, interesting. Um, I was I was talking to him and I I was explaining to him how I, I've lived in fear of not being around gay guys because I you know I don't know anything about the culture or maybe I don't know how to respect it or anything like that and he told me straight up and he said yo you know what there's 24 hours in a day. I spend eight hours at work, eight hours at sleeping, and there's another eight hours in the day where that's leisure time. He said, y'all, I'm only gay that short amount of I'm in bed by my choice of sexual partner. That's the only time that I'm classified as gay, which means sexual intercourse-wise the other rest of the day, I'm just a regular person, just like you are. Just like you're straight only when you're in bed by your choice of woman. And when he told me that, I shut the fuck up. I was like, you know what? This dude is right. I was like, what am I judging for? I'm, I, I was blown away. And I think that's the side that a lot of people fail to realize about uh, individuals is like you don't know my life or vice versa they don't know your life and if it's something that makes you happy or makes you you 
you need to do you just be yourself and the moment that you be more of yourself than the person that they want you to be that's when you become more of a uh, how can I say that more of a a, a power like a, a example of power to yourself you know and 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 I respect that about him and I, I want to give him a lot of shot uh, a, a, a big shout out for explaining that to me because you know I, I was ignorant and um shout out to him man I'm not gonna say his name but he was my stylist for my wedding oh god let me tell you something whoo this guy whoo he, he got me this nice suit. He didn't get it. I bought it. But uh, he picked out this nice suit. Had my uh, my ankle showing because I had a beach wedding. By the way, don't have beach weddings. Those don't last. I don't care who you are. I think beach weddings are stupid. Now I think that. Um, you should get married in a church. Being covered by the covenant of Christ. I'm just thinking about that. Uh, you don't have to do what you want, but maybe a beach wedding you could celebrate your ten year anniversary or something like that. Go ahead, by all means, do your thing like that. It's not a big deal, but beach wedding to start out is just ah, uh, it's not played out because it happens all the time. But you should definitely uh, consider making uh, a, a, a church wedding your priority. So, but yeah, on the uh, back on the homosexualism in America is very dangerous. A lot of uh, transsexuals, men to female, female to men. Uh, that's what they're classified as uh, transsexuals. Um, they they deal with a lot of depression, a lot of uh, internal battles self battles and when they come out of that shell they want to be like hey this is who I am accept me now accept me I don't think there should be any judgment now with that being said I do believe that there should be certain parameters to protect certain groups such as kids like if you're a man to woman or a woman to men Let's just say you are you are you are a man, but you look like a woman, and you're transitioning. And there's a kid that calls you a she. You don't you you don't correct the kid and say no, I'm a he, or vice versa, because right there, me as a parent, which is this happened to me before. This is why I'm saying it. As a parent, I, I don't want to have to tell the kid that hey, you know what. This is not a she, this is a he, dot, dot, dot. Especially around a certain age. That kid's age should be protected. I, as a parent, want to talk to that kid about that whenever I get there to that threshold. I don't want to have to force it on a five-year-old. Because a five-year-old don't know any better. So, I think that group should still be protected to make their own decisions kids now if a kid also is forced maybe not forced but is uh, given that open uh, 
that open floor to be who they are from you know acting like a boy to acting like a female that's fine yes but can we make sure as parents that we protect the kid from being nothing but just a kid let's not make that a focal point to where the kid is being challenged early because I remember there was a a talk a big big news in the media where Dwayne Wade announced that his son I don't know the son name anymore uh, son was coming out as a girl now named Zion I think the name was Zion or something now I didn't want to she wanted she wanted to be called Zion Zion that right there I think the kid was 12 and not to say that the kid is old enough or young enough but as long as the kid is doing what they are you know uh, that they know to be what they want to be and also given the opportunity to live a kid's life without just being nothing but just a kid yo by all means go ahead and do you I don't care who you are because at the end of the day why is that your business celebrity or not just live your life I don't think there's a celebrity that uh has changed somebody's life uh you know like that after you know they they announce a certain news now if somebody announced certain news saying they're coming out and they change your life because it helps you come out you know like the celebrity did yo congratulations but in that case if that news does not pertain to you yo mind your business it's not about you bro <laughs> you know that's that's my thoughts on that and I think that you know a lot of people are just taking stuff too serious and we just need to shut up you know and uh, I'm gonna tell you a funny joke right and I, I said this on my Instagram <laughs> I thought it was funny but whew, so I used to work with this dude right <clears throat> cool dude very nice guy customer service was excellent because that's what we did and uh me and him started uh, hanging out. And uh, as we started hanging out, I met I met his brother. And he was like, yo, this yo, this is my brother or whatever, you know. I was like, oh, snap, what's up? And the more and more I started hanging out with him, you know, I started going to his house, play video games. His brother was there. His brother was about three or four years younger than us. So, you know, we wasn't hanging out. But his brother could draw really good, right? So I said, yo, make me this picture right here. Man, he'll make it. I said, yo, make me this other picture. And he'll make it. Man, the picture was bomb. I was like, yo, this shit is hard, son. And actually, there's one picture he actually made me, and I uh, framed it. I was like, yo, this shit is hard, bro. And I want to say this was about 12 years ago. And over time... The dude uh, started, uh, you know, separated himself because, you know, he'll travel for work as he left the, the job we was at together or whatever. Kind of started losing touch. And then me and the brother, he's drawing pictures. I had his number. I've never judged the brother, but I know he was different. But I, again, I never judged him. I just know he was a cool kid that knows how to draw. 
really good. Yada yada. Well, um, fast forward to like two months ago, I saw the brother at a gas station. And I was like, oh, snap. What's up, big dog? How you been, bro? I was like, yo, we lost touch, man. You still drawing? He was like, yeah, man, I'm still drawing, man. I said, yo, that's what's up, man. I was like, yo, I think I got you on my Facebook. I'll hit you up. I said, yeah, man, good to see you. You might tell my brother. You said, what's up? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell him to holler at me. His brother never hollered at me. But ironically, a month later, I saw the, 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 the older brother at, at another gas station. But that's because I moved from the area and the brother still stay in the area. I said, oh, snap. What's good, my dude? He said, yo, what up, man? What's been good? I said, man, chillin', yada, yada. He's giving me updates on his life, yada, yada. I said, yo, congratulations, all of that. I'm proud of you. Keep doing your thing. Bang, bang, boom. And um, the dude was like, uh, yo, um, my brother told me he saw you. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. I told him to tell you what's up. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he did, man. Everything good? I said, yeah, man, everything's good, going all right, man. You know, just life, taking it day by day. And he's like, yo, I, I don't know if you know, bro, but my brother came out as being gay, uh, you know, last year. But when he told me that, I could look in his eyes like he was hurt. Because, you know, this dude is chasing chase a lot of bitches, you know. And I was like, oh, snap. He came out as being gay? And he was like, yeah, 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 last year, man. And I was like, uh... Well, that's that's kind of awkward. He's like, "What's awkward?" I was like, "Well, kind of awkward that uh your brother came out as being gay last year." He's like, "Why is that?" I was like, "Well, because la- when I first met him years ago, I mean, I kind of knew he was gay. <laughs> I kind of knew he was gay, and the dude was like, and me being a Silly willy that I am I'm there laughing I was like bro This is kind of awkward bro <laughs> And then I'm joking This dude is serious Like a motherfucker I was like yo uh, I was like why What's up He's like He's like oh You knew that I was like bro You couldn't tell by his mannerism I was like yo come on man I kind of like nudged him with, with an elbow or whatever The dude was not laughing Man, and the reason why I told him that is because my buddy that I told, I said earlier that I didn't think was gay, just knew how to trust. Dude was like, yo, no, I'm gay. So the same, the brother had the same mannerism as this guy. But I I was like, yo, this dude is gay then. So, you know, um, the brother was not happy uh, with me. But before... We spoke about the brother The gay brother um, We had exchanged numbers Yo This Gene Holla at me And vice versa Well This guy um, Maybe like You know We kind of deuced it up Say uh, I'll holla at you later Yada yada And then he was like Yo man um, What you may call it I'll, I'll holla at you later I was like Alright cool And then um, Maybe like I'm Two two and a half weeks later, the dude hit me up with a text message. He's like, "Hey, Gene, just so you don't know, it was good seeing you, but you know, I'd appreciate that. You know, 
we, we just uh, don't communicate anymore because, you know, what you say about my brother is really disrespectful, yada, yada. And, uh, you know, so I, I'd appreciate if we just, you know, keep our distance from each other. And to me, that was very awkward. Very, very awkward. One, because he's very touchy. And two, I didn't mean any disrespect by it. And number three is like, yo, dude, I didn't say anything wrong. If I'm, if I'm actually noticing something, if it's like if you got a black eye... And I'm like, yo, and then if, if I see somebody with a black eye, and then I'm like, yo, you got a black eye? I'm just making a, a remark. I'm not shawning you from being the person with the black eye that you are. I'm just saying, you got a black eye, that's all. So it was very awkward, and uh, I kind of, I kind of, I didn't feel bad at all. But I kind of felt like, you know, his level of sensitivity was too high. Especially in this world that we live in now, regarding that particular subject, and that was that was crazy to me. And I I just uh, I just didn't know uh, why he took it like that. But again, that's him. Um, me and the brother are still cool. He's we're still fr- friends on Facebook, and I don't think that it was a it was a shot at the brother at all. So um, to me, it was just a little bit overboard. But again. You know, my talks about this homosexualism is is just really to acknowledge that it's here. It's here and it's here now. Uh, big facts. It's going to be here for a long time. So for those that has a problem with it, they just got to gotta conform to the, to the ways of the world, my brother and sister. You know, um, you just, you just got to make it happen. Uh, you just gotta I'm not gonna say deal with it You just gotta deal with the changes of society Because Who's to say you're not gonna change Something in life That requires acceptance from others Who you are Who are you You're not God You know A lot of I've seen Some documentary about some straight guys That love That love women and then they end up with a man And it's like yo what's up bro It's like yeah man I fell in love <laughs> you, you didn't know there was going to be gay You know um, It's just one of those things Where you just have to uh, Accept the Changes of, of society uh, And it, it's gonna, it happens every day Trust me Every day things are, are changing And once we take the time out to to realize who we are, and not worry about changing somebody else's uh, beliefs and who they are, yo, less stress on you. Don't live, don't live life with this stress over you. You can still have your own belief. You could actually hate it if you want to, but just mind your business. You know, like when I see the over supporters for Trump or even Biden, yo, I hate both actually. You don't. You you can support. You don't have to be an over supporter. You know. Hey, I shut up. Mind my business. I keep it moving. I don't stop and make a comment. It doesn't bother me. Am I gonna vote? Yes. I mean, I'm not gonna tell you what I'm gonna vote for. But hey, I'm just gonna vote. I'm shut up and vote for my interests, not for you. But you know, if we do more of that, I think we'll be better. 
you know, I had a cousin coming down from uh, from New York. <laughs> he was like, uh, he was like, uh, hey man, I'm on my way down to New York from New York, man. You gonna show me around? I said, yeah, man, come through. I, I got you, bro. And then he was like, uh, yo, um, I heard Atlantic Small got a lot of gays, man. But I wanna go, but I don't wanna see the gays. I was like, okay, well, you might not want to go to the next morning. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I really want to go, man. I mean, he's like, yo, can you tell if they're gay? I was like, yo, that, that'll bother you. i tell you what, that might not even want your ass because you're a pretty boy, <laughs> you know? And he's like, no, 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 no. They're going to want me. I was like, all right, but well, look, you may not want to go to the next mall. You may not want to go to any mall by that because they are out here, okay? And he's like, man, I, I want to visit. I want to visit places. I was like, all right, well, look, you got options. You could either come <laughs> and visit or you could either come and not visit, <laughs> you know? So it's up to you. And and at this age that I, I'm at, mid-30s, I'm not in the process. Uh, I'm not going to take the time out to process everybody's lifestyle and and characterize them as gay or not because hello imagine somebody doing that to you or your kin or uh, uh, somebody you're related to no I am not doing that so I definitely think it's one of those things where you just need to uh, hush and then uh, take it as it is but anyways I don't want to talk too much about it because this is not my lane I just wanted to have a little different perspective uh, opinion from somebody from the outside but understand what goes on on the inside now uh, I pray that everybody that's going through a hard time with this decision of sexuality to seek counseling if not counseling um, seek professional help from counselor (laughs) or uh, some other people that's going through the same situation because they could uh, cope together if that makes any sense or um, heal together or whatever they gotta do together in order to get better mentally sometimes talking to a strong understanding parent that can help as well if your if your dad is uh, opposing or stopping what you know you would call uh your growth and your mother is 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 for it then you should lean more towards the mother talk to mom about it because mom brings that comfort that you need uh, because a lot of uh, gay and transsexual or people of different uh, gender situation people they're committing suicide and that's that's just wrong you shouldn't die because your sexuality is different or because you're just simply different from from them you shouldn't die because of that and and that's just wrong you know um i've dealt with trauma and losing somebody is just you know it's it's hurtful (laughs) extremely hurtful and i i wish my trauma on nobody uh i actually don't even wish it on me so I don't think that should, should ever happen uh, in life, you know. So, but you know, as as long as you get the healing that you you deserve, 
and you're uh, trying to be a better person and uh, fuck everybody, yo, by all means, go for it. So now in the news, I think it was this year, I saw this news where, to me, it's funny. Which we don't have time to go in deep uh, depth uh, with, but um, this mother was getting divorced to this dad, right? And they had a son. So the mother hated the dad. Oh, I can't stand you, little ooh, bastard, <laughs> whatever. And the son showed interest of being a opposite gender to be a woman. At the age of six, well, somehow, some way, the uh, the mom started giving uh, the the son those uh, gr- growth uh, hormone uh, stop. It's like a hormone stop uh, pill, like stop testosterone. You know, to stop the testosterone from growing. So at the tender age of six, they're giving them those uh, pills so they can stop being uh, a man, which means changing their attitude, stop their hair from growing, developing their manly side as uh, they go through puberty. And to me, and I was like, at six, woman, are you crazy? Girl, bye. <laughs> okay. And uh, I was just really like, uh-uh, you can't, it's not, you know, but I'm not, I'm not the parent, so I have no say-so, but I do think that is extreme. Now, when they asked the mother why, the mother said, well, I don't want him to become anything like his dad. I was like, yo, this is wow, son, <laughs> this is crazy, yo. I was like, yo, what's happening right here? But, uh... Now that's 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 a, a topic for another day, but I think that's really pushing the boundaries. If if it's for that reason right there, you might want to think about your uh, yourself. Like you might want to rethink, you know, what you're doing because you're, you're not doing it for for the kid at six years old. At six years old, the kid needs to know nothing but love, toys, mom, dad. And, and the mom in court asked uh, the, the judge to make sure that the dad addresses the kid by the female name. So if the kid was John, um, you know, the mom wanted the, the dad to call John, uh, you know, Jana or something. And I was like, wow. Now, when we're doing that, guys, that's actually hurting the kid because the kid hasn't come to the realization of who they are yet. And if the kid thinks that they have, maybe you should take that take, take that kid to therapy to make sure they know what they're doing. If they're battling any particular feeling, that's fine. But um, it's just pushing it. And again, that's not my, my subject to talk about. It's just one of those things where, you know, uh, it could get dangerous as the years go by. Uh, how far... Will we let certain things go before it starts to hurt us? Basically is what I'm saying. Anyways, this is my time right now. Until next time, going to try to bring you some more topics, guys. You know, um, make sure uh, 
we stay in touch. I'm creating a email, a possible phone number. If you guys want to send me topics, ideas, uh, reach out for comments, uh, I'm all for it. I am the social media guy. I want to know what's going on in the news. If I can talk about it, yo, let's chop it up. Holla at your boy. Until next time. Yo, yo, yo. Good afternoon, everybody. What's going on? Man, let me tell you something. The weather in Georgia is crazy. Right now, December 29th, I am looking at 57 degrees in the afternoon. And earlier this week, it was 34. 38 maybe in the afternoon, but right now, 57 bipolar weather don't know what to freaking do okay um shout out to everybody that's been listening i appreciate that um i still haven't made a email or a dedicated uh phone number for maybe text messages comments concerns or even a youtube i do not have the time right now but i will do it on this upcoming year, man, to touch on a little bit of news, um, I saw Kamala Harris getting the vaccine. Okay, stop it, please, stop it. Okay, you ain't gotta fake it for us. It's either one, you did not get the vaccine for real. Okay, and two, you're doing it against your will. You're only doing it because Joe said you got to do it to maintain your position. <laughs> so please stop it. Um, It's crazy, man. I saw Joe Biden taking it last week. <laughs> Listen, that's a wild boy. Okay. Certified wild boy. Wild boy. People Trump would think Trump was bad. <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden is, uh, is capping. <laughs> stop capping, Joe. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, you too, K- Kamala. <laughs> Kamala Harris. Uh, Mrs. First Lady. But shout out to them, though. If they know what they're doing, go ahead. You go first. I'll watch you from the sideline. Um, Regarding the vaccine, a good thing I've heard is that um, you can request to see the paperwork on the specific vaccine, such as uh the 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 literature that comes with the vaccine that's not against your will they can deny you that so whenever they bring out the vaccine they pull out the syringe they pull out the little bottle maybe shake it up you know wiggle wiggle and then you can say hey before you do that let me see the paper that attached uh, that's attached to the to the bottle you want to read the ingredients and at that point, it's up to you to see if you want to put these ingredients inside of your body. I mean, you're free to do whatever you want to. So that's, that's up to you. Um, but definitely, people, if you are going to take it, um, I suggest you read up on the, the possible effects. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm scared. I tell everybody, I'm not traveling anywhere. If traveling might require vaccination... And uh, I'm not doing it. 
let's say vaccination requirement happens on the Friday and God forbid I, I, I exit the country on Wednesday and coming back Sunday well to come back in the country I gotta take the vaccine well listen I'm stuck over there wherever I, I'm at I'm stuck I'm not coming back and I want to come back I'm just not taking the vaccination as a requirement stop it <laughs> all right so uh, I'm not going anywhere for a while vacation psh, whatever I work hard but listen I'm good on that so definitely uh it's one of those things that we have to keep our eyes open so um another news I guess um Joe had Joe Biden said that there was a stimulus check coming to us of $600. And I think Trump gave details on the where most of the money's going, which is outside uh, countries for various reasons, uh, such as arts, fish counting, uh, recreational parks, and a bunch of other things that's not even available right now. So... Um, you know, Trump said that, but Trump did say, let's raise it to 2,000, two genos, which uh, I could use. <laughs> and uh, with that money, let us uh, be better than the Democrat at the $600. That's what Trump said. Well, today, Mitch McConnell blocked that shit. Like, hiya, no, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Not on my watch, this $2,000. Why he blocked it when Trump said something about it and raised it to, to that much? I don't know. I think uh, Mitch McConnell is very dangerous person. Okay? Very dangerous. And I mean that. So, um, I don't know what to say uh, about that. But um, we just have to see. I'm not into politics. If I do touch up on it, it's uh, very lightly. I just want the the top coding version of it. I don't want the, you know, the deep details or insights, whatever you want to call it, because I don't want to get too deep into it. You know, I practice the law of the Babylon straight from Bob Marley's mouth. Badman no mess with politics. You know what I'm saying? That's not your place. So, um, I definitely try to abide by those rules as much as possible. And I have my beliefs, which I'm not ready to de uh, detail just yet or disclose. But, uh, you know, to each his own. You do what you want, I do what I want. The outcome is going to be the same. We just, one of us going to be happy, just one of us may not be happy. And to be honest, I think we truly want the same thing to happen on both sides. It just... Each side is telling us that we could get there based on their belief. So, uh, politics, what a what a shit show, huh? <laughs> but um, today, as a topic at hand, I wanted to talk about is uh, I was talking to one of my my young boys uh, earlier today, and I was he was telling me. Um, about his his relationship and um, with his girlfriend, and I was like, "Yo, how's you, how's you and your girlfriend doing?" Because he called me out of nowhere, and uh, you know, I usually ask about her, 
because I know she's a big part of his life. And um, he told me that, uh, well, we're not together anymore. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, because he doesn't really celebrate Christmas like that, which I'm one of those guys. But I know I've celebrated Christmas because of the person that I was with. I mean, I have done all of the Christmassy rituals, but I've extended my participation further because that person is into it. So, um, but uh, uh, he was telling me that, you know, they broke up. She's into big uh, Christmas uh, traditions, uh, you know, 12 days of Christmas and get a little gift every day until the big gift on Christmas. And I'm just like, man, bump that. Get out of here. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, man, I'm just like you, man. But, you know, she, she she wasn't budging on that. And I feel like that's crazy because, you know, they've been dating for maybe 10 months now. And she's been really good to him. Actually, I'm lying. They've been living for 10 months. But they've been together over two years. And I guess before they move in together, the, the requirements of Christmas tradition wasn't as high for her. But now that they live together, you know, she doesn't do anything with the family. She does it with her man, which is my boy. And she... I guess showed him several people or pages on Instagram and other various social medias, TikTok or whatever, that, you know, where the men and the women interact in special ways uh, on social media for the camera uh, regarding Christmas. And she felt some type of way because they weren't doing that as well. Now, I asked him, I was like, hey, are you opposed to doing it? And then he was like, not really. I'm not opposed to doing it. But <clears throat> what he's opposed of, the requirement, it's like required, has to happen. And he was saying that if we talk about it and it happens, it happens. Or if we talk about it and it doesn't happen, hey, Whatever I decide to do should suffice. And she just wasn't into that. And I asked him, was he short of money? And he was like, no, I just didn't feel like certain things, you know, were required. <laughs> so um, she wanted to have like a get together where everybody dress up, a ugly sweater party. Then they wanted to have a, a, a onesie pajama party. Or not even have one, but go to one. And she has friends that has one. Uh, one of those parties. They wanted to bake cookies and stuff. And I'm like, bro, I don't want to have kids together. No kids involved. Uh, to me, I'm an old man. It feels weird to be baking cookies with my girlfriend, you know, on a Thursday, Friday afternoon for Christmas. There's no kids to entertain. Let's do something else. Let's do some like, going downtown, watch the lights or something. And he he was like, yo, she wants to do that as well. So it was just all Christmas requirements, everything, the whole shebang bang she wanted to do. Now, I paused them because, interestingly, I may have participated in some activities like that before in the past. And I was like, hey, if you're not opposed to all of them... 
but to maybe some of them, what was her attitude? And he was like, well, she was not taking it. And they had got in a big, big argument. And that was way before Christmas, by the way. And they broke up uh, the day after They might get back together. But um, the question was, you know, was that necessary? Now, I asked them one simple question as well that was tickling my mind, my fancy. Oh, God, it was freaking ugh nagging me and I had to ask and I was like hey has she done any of those activities in the past with a previous boyfriend that she had and he said no and I was like ding, 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 ding. I know what the issue was right there and then no questions asked the issue is social media mm. guys do we truly know the power of social media? Do we truly know what we are exposing to the world? Do we truly know what social media is doing to us on a daily basis? Okay? Daily basis. Now, knowingly doing to us as well. Do we know what it's doing? Because it's one thing to... Let it let it happen. We don't know, or another bigger thing to uh, let it happen, and you do actually know the effect is going to be different in my mind. And I think that uh, it could it could d do a lot of damage if that makes any sense. Um, and I just don't think that uh, we are conscious of it. And I got some ex examples here. So, she's seen all these happy couples from last year, psh, maybe two years ago. Or, a lot of people, what they do is, they do traditional pictures, make it look like happy and dandy and shit. And then they post them, hey, it's a photo shoot, let's get back to our regular life, we don't expose that on social media, let's go back to our life. They create a fake reality. <clears throat> Somebody like him, my friend, and his girlfriend will see something like that. He'll feel some type of way. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. But she might feel a different type of way. Like, oh, we got to do that. But that's not his MO after watching that same clip she just watched. So right there, the influence is at peak right there. Maximum capacity. Maximum level. And boom, in retrospect, what that does is it creates a kerfuffle, <laughs> some type of quarrel between the two, just by a simple picture. Now, to me, maybe wanting to see some of the, wanting to do some of these activities were were legit, legit, okay. But I think that's where, as a new living in significant other, that's where compromise happened in order to not just protecting your your sanity, but also taking in account the other person's perspective or point of view regarding that same topic that you may have. 
you know point being i love uh, uh chelsea boots right love them um I, I probably have maybe about 11 of them 11 of them different colors uh chelsea boots and uh you can't make me stop wearing them they, they, i'm chelsea boot king okay i got three colors nobody got that's the cream color with the brown bottom cream like a cream color like ivory okay I got the red with the black. Oh, God, the red is so fire. Whew. And I got this cow print one. Oh, my God. I kill him when I go out there. Mm. See? I love them. But it's it's just like, you know, my take on Chelsea Boots is like they're the hottest things out. Um, most expensive pair I've paid for is like four sixty five, And uh, they were a pair of... Uh, <clears throat> Um, what's they got? Tom Ford, you know, and I got them for still actually. They were nineteen hundred brand new. I got them used off of this website. Uh, guy wore them a couple times, and I linked up with him, and you know, I got a good deal. And they were real too. He has the original receipt. He just needs some money. And plus, I talked him down to it. <laughs> I'm a good bargaining guy. So four hundred some dollars now. My take in my mind is Chelsea Boots everything. Dinner, okay, basketball game, a football game, uh, the park, um, the gym, okay, parents' house, friends' house, parties, anything Chelsea Boots, boom, boom, yada, yada. Her take my significant other's take on Chelsea Boots may just be dinner and a party. And not everywhere. So right there, we have the same subject in hand, which is Chelsea Boots. But our take is different. And as a person that is uh, with somebody, which is a different mindset here, we meshing two different lifestyles together. I feel like compromise should be key i'm not gonna be like hey you know what your ideas suck and i will hope she don't be like yo your ideas suck can we compromise okay because we're again meshing two different worlds together and i feel like uh, you have to get them to be you know uh, you have to get to a point where you're uh, young enough to joke it off, like whatever. Let's joke it about, joke about it, go about your business. But old enough to respect somebody else's perspective and grow, learn from it, and keep it moving as well. So it's all of a process of being with somebody. And I'm not saying I'm the best person to be with because I have a relationship. You best not call me about relationships. I'm the guy that makes sure you break up with your other one. Because, uh, listen, my policy is my boys is always right. Okay? I don't care who you are. You call me, you be like, yo, man, this chick is tripping. I was like, ah, leave that bitch. Okay? <laughs> I don't care. Leave this bitch. Now, she might call me and be like, gee, you know, um, he stole $3,000 from me, beat me up, and then took our kid. I'm like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> okay, my bad. Maybe he was wrong, <laughs> you know. But I'm just 
always been pro homies, you know, and um, the reason why I'm like that is because, you know, a lot of my relationships, I always be like, yo, it's not my fault. Uh, hey, sorry. <laughs> so that's just my mind. But I do think that uh, you should definitely be able to compromise. But the main subject is here, guys, it's social media. Social media creates this false narrative that um, things are supposed to be a certain way because in social media you have a lot of hashtags, a lot of challenges, a lot of memes, a lot of stuff that people are trying to duplicate, duplicate, replicate, triplicate, whatever, whatever in other to get likes, views, um, repost, or just to you know create some type of trend. And that right there, guys, is the most damaging part about social media. The actual fact that it does influence others was that young lady was whatever my, my boy was wrong not at all she's an adult she could want to do whatever she want to do i don't care you're an adult chick go ahead do you boo boo okay but the fact that she's seen on social media and that influence is so uh, dominant over her i feel like that creates some type of uh uh, I don't know Greed in her To satisfy that greed Not knowing that If she does a little bit this year And a little bit next year It will probably complete her whole Entire demand But she wanted to do it all And I don't know if my boy was tired from work I don't know if he was even working I don't know what happened I just know that she spazzed out He told me his story I don't know her side But Based on what he told me I've heard of that before. I've seen it on social media. Um, I've seen the trend of uh, maybe past five, six years that everybody get dressed in the same freaking pajamas. I mean, <laughs> no, not me. I wish I would. Shoot. by <laughs> Put the pajamas like, baby, you got the same pajamas as me. Oh, yours has a, a hole in the booty hole area? Oh, me too? Oh, wow. No, not going to happen. Trust me. And my son will walk around with the top of his booty showing because that's how the pajamas is made. Huh? Who does that? Not me. Anyways, uh, I'm never, I've never been a traditional guy like that, man. Um, <laughs> I was just laughing Picturing myself in a freaking matching pajama outfit. No. No. Now, with a significant other, whenever that comes around, I might do like a matching robe. Like, I might have some shorts, the boxer shorts underneath. Wife beater on top. I might do the matching slippers. I got the, the black, you know. Uh, Versace, Versace, whatever it is, Versace slippers, and I got the Versace robe. She might do the same robe, maybe in pink or maybe the same color as me. I'm fine with that. But the pajama thing, nah, especially the onesie. I tell you what, the onesie is the one that pisses me off. That one right there, I'm really upset about that. Do not bring the onesie idea to me. Point blank, period. And that's on God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, 
yeah man that's that's just my my feeling about it uh it just it just doesn't but social media could influence a lot of people to do a lot of things um i know it's tragic but um recently i should have talked about this in the more in in the beginning um there was a bomber a white man a white bomber bomber that bombed downtown nashville tennessee I actually love downtown Nashville, Tennessee, okay? They got some good whiskey, some good food, some good music, some good people, all right? Actually, they call it, they call it Nash Vegas, second largest populated area for bachelorette party. Vegas one, Nashville number two. No if, ends, buts, and maybes, okay? That's it. And I've seen it with my own eyes, okay? I've seen the little bicycles in the middle of the road where people are pedaling shits, okay? I've seen it with my eyes. That's word is bond. On God. <laughs> so, somebody bombed that place. And, man. Good Lord. How many times have we seen this? Like, how many times, you know? And I'm not going to say social media. But... There is an influential factor here that plays a big part in that. Where I see you do this on social media. Oh, I can do it too or better. You know? Or I can can outdo you, create my own lane, or whatever. But this guy blew himself up as well. So he's gone, gone. Bye-bye. I don't know how I didn't. I couldn't. I was so touchy for me, so I didn't really follow it till the end or from the beginning. But he blew himself up as well, and I could. Uh, I could maybe list a handful of people that that bomb places. Uh, you know, in the past ten years, I could literally do it uh, if I had the time for the research. Uh, we've seen a lot of killings. Where people repeat the same act as somebody else and do it more or kill more people or better amount, whatever it is. It's just it's a wow factor that is created by the actual posting of stuff. Like, oh my god, this person blew up doing that, blew up famously doing that. I want to do that and blow up better, you know? I want to maliciously take lives away. And something like that challenges me in different levels because I'm always, you know, I'm not religious, but I'm always wondering, why God? God, why? You know, why don't you just put your finger on the freaking stop button on this bomb, you know? And kill all these innocent lives. I mean, Nashville's a freaking, it's a pandemic, guys. It's a pandemic out here. And people are just being so malicious. I don't I don't get it. So social media plays a big part in a lot of things that happen every day. So um now um that was my cell phone ringing. <laughs> and this is political because somebody I block for calling me to make sure I uh vote. Um they try to say they don't pursue you to vote for anybody special, but I know who they want me to vote for. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this one time only. Raphael Warnock 
and John Ossoff. Please stop putting those flyers on my door and in my mailbox. Okay? Please, por favor. All right? Because my, my regular mail don't have room for 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 regular mail, okay? <laughs> like point blank period. What's going on here? And I'm very upset about that. <clears throat> so I just want to know what's going on with that. All this advertisement. Oh my god, I want to know how much. I'm going to Google that. What's the budget for the Warfield Wardock slash John Ossoff campaign? Oh man, it's got to be in in uh, one billion dollars, and which is to be honest, it's not a lot of money. Because if you know Mayor Bloomberg, which recently turned Democrat on us, hello, <laughs> and it's for the black people. I guess he's trying to atone for his wrong. Shout out to him. Go ahead, Bloomberg. Do your thing. He's a multi-billionaire. Okay? If he was to take two billions out. Two. Okay? And he was to give everybody in America a thousand bucks. All right? He'll still be a multi-billionaire. Not businesses. Every person. That fits the criteria. Criteria might be fifty, seventy-five, a hundred thousand dollars a year salary. Okay, boom. So, uh, but it's all about competition. The rich is gonna be richer. Jeff Bezos is gonna be the richest person in the world. So is Tesla. So is uh, Bill Gates, and uh, <clears throat> so on. Gotta be the, you know, at the top of the food chain, or you're not part of the the crew sort of say which sucks because who gives a fuck about who's number one or not as long as your people are taken care of it doesn't matter but again it's a war of the the kings <laughs> you know of the world and they they just do what they want to do but um but you know i don't want to keep going on off subject here um, all I'm saying is um, we don't read those disclaimers when it comes to social media policies uh, and terms terms of usage. We know Facebook, which own Instagram, um, have some crazy, crazy uh, policies which they use for political gains. Um, we know YouTube uh, slash Google has the same thing as well. So... Um, we just have to make sure we know that when a certain amount of uh, outside influence you inside on how you feel, you should be able to, to learn from it, know it's happening, and actually either prevent it or at least just like you know at least be aware of what's happening because we cannot let the outside influence uh get over us like that to where we're creating a fight with our significant other like my friend and going into argument slash breakups and social media uh and i'm gonna come back uh and, and talk more about different uh you know social medias here different effects from from kids uh kids requirements and things like that 
from uh, the por- pornography and uh and I'm 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 not perfect. I'm part of that uh percentage that indulge very much, but I will come back and talk more about the effect of social media uh on on this this planet that we live on. So, but definitely we we got to take care of ourselves cuz uh, as I always say, um nobody gives a fuck about you except for you. Once you start taking care of self, you'll be in a place of zen, of happiness, to where you can take care of others. You can welcome love. You can give love. You can be recipient to bullshit so you don't have to overreact each and every time. You ever talk to, to a monk? You ever t- talk to a monk? you be like, hey, bro, put your hands up. Let's scrap right now. Put your hands up, bro. A monk would be like, oh... Oh, my brother, peace be with you. I'm not into fighting. And you're like, yo, bro, I'll kick you right there in the shin right now. And you may kick him in the shin. He'd be like, ouch, that hurt. My brother, please don't do that. My policies is, you know, I don't want you to touch me, yada, yada. But keep, you know, keep your hands to yourself and stay safe. And he's like, yo, why is he not reacting? Well, his Zen level is so high. He doesn't want the... The problems, he might whoop you in two, three moves. They da da da, bow. But his Zen level is so high because his meditation itself, uh, uh, what's that called? Self Zen centering is so high that you can't disturb his peace. Shout out, Ludacris. Hey, <laughs> you don't want to do that. So you want to get to that place to where you are ready for the problems and deal with them. Accordingly to where you're not messing up your peace. People will do that to you. Number one way to mess up your peace to me is traffic in the morning. Afternoon, daytime, doesn't matter. People will piss you off. Keep it cool. Listen to your music. Drink your coffee. Smoke your ciggy. Throw it out the window when you're done. Whatever you got to do. Keep your place of zen. Do not elevate your blood pressure for them. Who are they? Huh? You don't know them. Don't let them mess you up. (sighs) I feel like I was just going off a little bit too hard just now. Mm. Let me calm down. But, anyways. Guys, be careful what you put online on social media. Be careful what you... uh, the, uh, decide to take from social media Let influence you And Before you get with a girl Know know what she wants And if you gotta record it somewhere Write it down Visually Make a tape Put it on a tape recorder Be like hey baby Remember when you When you did this video We did have this in requirement Or you had this in requirement Or she could do that to you You know Make sure you have proof so so she don't go off for you and break up with you after Christmas. I mean, my God. I wonder if you give her stuff for Christmas, do you get those things back? Hmm. That's a good question. Anyway, guys, stay safe and until next time, holla at your boy while I talks with JC.